You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Welcome to it. What a uh, week, and uh, the news just gets stranger and stranger, and the country gets more uh, dangerous, and the American people who have common sense are going, yeah, I'm kind of tired of this crap. How about you guys? I'm kind of, uh, as I said, I'm fed up being fed up. I really am fed up being fed up, to be quite honest. <clears throat> I don't want to start the, uh, the Friday off on a, on a negative foot, but I'm, I'm fed up being fed up. We are guaranteed the right to pursue happiness, and we are not allowed to do that. People in Washington, D.C. do that. They live high on the hog. They make uh, 70% more than the rest of us in federal jobs. They get pensions and all that. <laughs> a pension. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's funny. They still have that. In government jobs, they do. Not your job. Not your job. But uh, I think I'm just tired of I'm fed up being fed up. I'm tired of uh, of sitting here and, and doing all the things that I need to do right, paying my taxes, being a law-abiding citizen, uh, being positive, uh, volunteering, and all of that stuff. And we got people in Washington, D.C., and we got people in New York, and we got people in L.A., and we got people in uh, Seattle, and we got people who, who actively are destroying our country. We don't have to take it anymore. We are better armed physically and, well, I should say uh, intellectually and physically. <clears throat> I'm, just, I'm just being honest. We are better equipped uh, intellectually and physically, all right, meaning that we we are on the side of good and we also are on the side of the Second Amendment. So, you know, if, if, if when push comes to shove, if we need to defend ourselves, we can. And, and you know what? While we have that on our side, just say no to this crap. All right. I'm not saying we need to <clears throat> we need to uh, uh, physically go anywhere or, or assault anybody. You just say no, no to this nonsense. To be quite honest, no to these these uh, these brats at universities around the country who, by the way, have foolishly uh, unveiled themselves to us as anti-Semites. And I want to say this <clears throat> to every municipality and every. A person in my audience, if you see an anti-Israel protest and they've got these uh, rags wrapped around their face in Hamas colors or, or the Palestinian flag, those masks go away. They have to. We cannot allow this. I mean, what about you guys? <clears throat> Why did the KKK wear hoods? Why did, the, why did the KKK wear hoods? Well, of course they wanted to uh, uh, prevent their identity from being known. And i got to tell you, uh, if you're going to be uh, pro-Palestinian and pro-Hamas, you show your face. And municipalities should not allow those faces to be covered. That is a terroristic act. That is not covered by the First Amendment. Got it? Got it? No masks. Sorry. And, and I'm talking to you and, uh, and, and your Jewish brothers and sisters and, uh, and uh, patriotic Americans, maybe ex-military. If you are in a, uh, a place where these uh, rallies are taking place, I'm not saying you need to uh, react in a violent fashion, but those masks have to come off. They've done it before. Uh, Trump supporters don't wear masks, but somehow a whole bunch of people wearing masks infiltrated the January the 6th crowd. Trump supporters never wear masks. We're proud Americans. We weren't afraid to show our masks. Whenever we uh, protest, when we protest for the United States of America or we go to a Trump rally, we show our faces. And yet they're treating us like terrorists. 
not the people who are terrorists, who are actually at these rallies, covering their faces and supporting the elimination of Israel from the world. Now, the great thing is that we're still on the side of Israel. If you listen to this, uh, JL Partners polled 1,000 Americans. Half of Americans want to send U.S. troops to fight alongside Israelis. I'll bet we have a lot of uh, special forces. I'll bet you we got a lot of people in the military who'd love to go over there and whoop some Hamas ass, make some hummus out of Hamas. I'll bet you they would. I don't want the United States military involved in it. Americans want to send more financial and military aid to Israel in the wake of the devastating Hamas attack, but oppose the idea of deploying U.S. troops to fight alongside Israeli forces. Results show how uh, the horrifying attack by Hamas has galvanized support for Israel in our country. All of these protests and everything, they are meant to foment anti-Semitism and keep Hamas from getting its ass kicked. That's what it is. It's immediately trying to make Hamas sympathetic and the Palestinians sympathetic. And they're trying to distract from 10-7, which was 9-11. But we're not falling for it. The American people aren't falling for it. Democrats are because they, uh, a lot of them are just plain stupid and, and self-loathing and don't see their own destruction in the rearview mirror of their lives. It's coming up on them. The results show that uh, uh, the number in favor dropped to 32% when it came to putting American boots on the ground. <clears throat> Republican voters are supportive of the U.S. troops heading to the region. Americans continue to take uh, a hostile view of Hamas, despite what's happening on university campuses and in places like New York City, where Jews are being terrorized. Republican voters are supportive of U.S. troops heading to the region. Americans continue to take the hostile view of Hamas. Even Democrats in a recent focus group we conducted with breaking points supported U.S. troops helping Israeli troops defend current Israeli borders, among other things. Our borders wide open. Fifty percent believe it is reasonable for Israeli defense forces to fully invade and occupy the territory. Yay! Compared to 22 percent said it's unreasonable because they're stupid and uninformed. There's also overwhelming support for airstrikes on Hamas targets. Make Hamas into Hamas, as I like to say, <clears throat> and as I just did. The only group said a, who said a ground invasion and occupation were unreasonable were people aged 18 to 29. <laughs> Nothing against you guys, but uh, the 18 to 29-year-olds who are smart and, uh, and who are informed, you listen to my show. The other ones, they're the idiots. <laughs> uh, 22% said it's reasonable. 49% said unreasonable Democrats, 38 to 39. So Democrats, 38% said it was reasonable. 39% said it is unreasonable. Unreasonable. Okay, this is actually uh, uh, at a university in New York. And uh, and kids, uh, these, uh, these uh, pro-Palestinians, Ignoramuses who don't realize that they are tacitly endorsing the same tactics and modus operandi of the Nazi party. And they are. These are kids inside of a library, locked inside of a library at a university in America just two days ago as anti-Jewish, pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas protesters pounded on the doors and the windows. Yeah, this is uh, Sabrina Soffer. She is an author, presumably also Jewish, talking about what's going on in America. Yes, so I'm here actually standing in front of the Gelman Library uh, at the George Washington University in the main square, uh, Kogan Plaza. 
And I was notified of these um, these slogans while I was coming back from an event. And I was, you know, I was very shocked, but I was not surprised. And I'll tell you why. This is at George Washington University where the uh, library, named after a Jewish donor, had uh, images projected on it against Israel and pro-terror and pro-Hamas. I think that Jewish students have been warning of this kind of radical ideology by anti-Israel groups on campus. And this is just one extreme manifestation that they're really showing their true colors here. And this is absolute anti-Semitism. And what is happening is that there's a lot of radical ideology that's going on in the classroom where terrorism is being justified in very insidious ways. And it's very concerning. So when I say that, I'm not surprised. I'm shocked, but I'm not surprised. Yeah. This ideology is coming out, and it's coming out in public now. Um, it's time for the children to get the thinking that they have needed their uh, last 30 years in higher education. It is time. As I told you, we are better uh, equipped intellectually, uh, physically, and I also say monetarily than the students who go to these schools. And so these universities that espouse or allow these views to be fomented on campus need to be defunded. All right? It, it is time for... <clears throat> I'll just say this, a, uh, a financial war on higher education in our country. There is a, it is time for a financial war on higher education that espouses this nonsense and doesn't teach children how to read or, or how to have a job. I should say you learn that in elementary school. We should not be expected to send our kids off to socialism, communism factories. It's time this bleep ended. And mommy and daddy's money needs to go bye-bye. You hear that, mom and dad? <clears throat> so if your kid wants to go to NYU, you're going to have to say, well, you know what? There are anti-Semitic uh, anti protests going on there, and I don't think I want to support NYU. <gasps> you can't do that. Yeah, I can, because your kid, chances are, if you send them off to NYU, there's a good chance they're going to come back at Thanksgiving and go, I hate the Jews. We shouldn't expect this. We should not have this expectation from our higher education. We send our kids off, who we've raised their entire lives to the 18th birthday, send them off to a communism, Marxism, Nazism factory. Enough, enough, enough. Your kids come home, they hate you, they hate America. Screw that. Screw that. Not one damn dime for these universities. Not one damn dime of them. And positive, here's a really a great thing. At places like a Harvard and Penn, UPenn, a lot of the graduates... Go on and they become very successful moguls, uh, very famous individuals, and they make a lot of money. And a good share of them are Jewish. Oh, no! Yeah! Like Leon Cooperman. Yeah, he's a, he's a Harvard graduate. He's given, uh, he's given uh, Harvard $50 million over the years. Not anymore. You are a proud graduate of Columbia Business School, class of 67, son of... Oh, sorry, I said Harvard. It's Columbia. Polish Jewish immigrants, first in your family to graduate from college. Mm, yeah. What do you make of what's happening at Columbia, well, and Harvard, Stanford, NYU as well? There was a student walkout at Columbia just a couple of hours ago, mm -hmm. driven by Columbia professor Joseph Massad, who yeah. called the Hamas attack, quote, awesome. Where are we in the world when 1,300 Israeli civilians I think these kids at the colleges have <laughs> for brains. That's where <laughs> we think we're Yes! There we have one reliable ally in the Middle East, that's Israel. We only have uh, one democracy in the Middle East, that's Israel. Okay, and we have one economy tolerant of different people. You know, gays, lesbians, etc. Yeah. And that's Israel. Yeah. So they have no idea what these young kids are doing. 
And that's one of the reasons I wrote my book. Now, the real shame is I've given to Columbia probably about $50 million over many years, and I'm going to suspend my giving. I'll give my giving to other organizations. Yay. Wow, that is a big statement. Uh, so right here, right now, you're saying no more money to Columbia. Yeah, unless I see a change. I've told mm. them that they should fire this professor that made the comments he made. I mean, war is hell. It's, war is not good for anybody. But to praise what Hamas did is disgraceful, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as much as 18-year-old, uh, being 18 years old is the bellwether for adulthood in America, uh, the kids in these uh, universities are children. They're children. That's it. Listen, Stanford University, Students for Justice in Palestine, issues an insane list of demands. Because they do. That's what did a little temper tantrum. <clears throat> you know, I always talk about the candy aisle kids. Uh, when I was a kid, they didn't have a candy aisle checkout. The, all, the, all the candy aisle checkouts, I should say all the registers had candy aisle checkouts. Because if you were at the, in the back of the cart, you know, and your mom's there, and you'd say, I want a Snicker bar. Mom would say, no. And you'd say, I want a Snicker bar. And your mom would say, if you say one more thing about the Snicker bar, I'm going to give you a smack when we get to the car. And the candy aisle was created for parents who couldn't say no. And this entire generation of students has been created by parents who couldn't say no. Here's what some of these idiots want at Stanford University. They want the school to acknowledge and condemn Israel's ongoing siege in Gaza as an international war crime. The war crime was a rape, murder, beheading, burning alive of innocent individuals, innocent Israelis on October the 7th, which is 9-11. The war crime was sending armed paragliders into Israel. Thank you very much. And listen to this. <clears throat> the students demand, listen to this, 24-7 counseling by specialists in trauma-related mental support for refugees and immigrant students affected by the ongoing genocide in Gaza. What about the Jewish students that are being ter terrorized across the country and confrontations with military occupation abuse? Oh, and they also demand uh, uh, better find specialists in trauma-related mental support for refugees, and they want the school to buy them a round-trip ticket to Palestine so they can grieve properly. I suggest we create a GoFundMe for just that, one-way tickets. Now, coming up, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene proves that she's one of the few people in Congress with cojones, and she is going after Rashida Tlaib, as she should. Your phone calls are welcome here, guys, at 800-922-6680. This is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. I like this song. Biggie, biggie, biggie. <sighs> Friday, thank God. Uh, my buddy, good friend, and a brilliant, brilliant radio performer, Shannon Burke, uh, one of the, uh, I'll just call him the Gen X Brigade to Save America. Not saying, uh, you know, uh, the rest of the country isn't going to come together, but I, we're just part of the Gen X Brigade is what we are. These are the, uh, the people who have become adults. They've kind of, uh, uh, you know, spent their lives kind of flying under the radar, got out of college, got to work, raised some kids, reinvented the Internet, reinvented cell phone, reinvented everything, fought a couple wars, and now we're adults and we're going, you know what, we're sick of this crap. That's what we think. It's time for the adults to take charge. So let's do it, shall we? This is uh, pretty ridiculous, uh, not related to what's happening with regard to Iran. But the, uh, the main shooter, uh, this is pretty remarkable. Uh, the main shooter was a gun nut, was, uh, <clears throat> was insane. Everybody knew this man was insane. He planned, strategized, targeted, executed the mass murder at two different locations, then got away. 
All right. This guy was telescoping to the entire world that he was uh, schizophrenic. Everybody knew. He uh, he described my family as schizophrenic who thought his hearing aids allowed him to hear people bashing him. He's been on the run since Wednesday night. He had threatened to uh, shoot up a military facility, among other things. And then last night, they traced him to his house. So I'd kind of like to know who the hell is in charge in Maine because they need to pull their heads out of their rear ends because uh, they, they should have seen this coming from this guy. He'd been telescoping it to everybody. He'd been literally institutionalized, and yet he was able to get all of these guns. Sums up in Maine. And, and, I, and I think it's probably the death of common sense and good police work. Not sure exactly. But honestly, to, uh, to miss everything and then track him back to his house last night. That's where they tracked him back to his house. Now, apparently it's not at his house. I don't know where the hell he is. But, I mean, seriously? <laughs> honestly, seriously? You're kidding me. This is uh, Rashida T- or, This is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene is uh, trending on Twitter, and it's mostly negative because people are attacking Marjorie Taylor Greene for doing something ballsy and going after the terrorists in Congress. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, I did. Rashida Tlaib has uh, promoted terrorist groups. She has promoted terrorist messages. She has supported them on social media. She supported a lie about an Israeli hospital being bombed that wasn't true, and she fomented an insurrection into the nation's capital. And Marjorie Taylor Greene had the balls to do this. A resolution censuring Representative Rashida Tlaib for anti-Semitic activity, sympathizing with terrorist organizations, and leading an insurrection at the United States Capitol complex. Whereas in May 2019, Rashida Tlaib said that she celebrated the Holocaust and felt a calming feeling when thinking about the genocide of millions of Jews. Whereas in 2020, Rashida Tlaib retweeted an illustration with the caption, From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And this Palestine Liberation Organization PLO slogan has been adopted by Hamas and calls for the elimination of Israel and death to all Jews. Good for you. Here's something that you didn't know about our support of, uh, of Hamas and the PLO. Just last week, we witnessed here in this building, in the Cannon Building, uh, Democrat members of Congress lead in radical leftist, communist, and pro-Hamas terrorist groups Yeah. in what we would call an insurrection. If January 6th was an insurrection, yep. this was absolutely an insurrection yep. of terrorism. And we have the Biden administration. Joe Biden, the president of the United States, wants $100 million Why is that? given to Gaza, which is-, is Hamas. Yeah. That money will absolutely be given to Hamas terrorism. Yeah. Ironically, $100 million is the exact same amount that Iran gives to Hamas every single year. There you go, guys. Thought you should know. Yeah, we have enemies within, and it's time to say uh, enough is enough. Return to common sense from uh, nonsense. This, my friends, the Rob Carson Show, back in a few. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. 
The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z from anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, TWC dot health slash Carson today and order that's TWC health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10% on behalf of a grateful nation I would like to thank the FBI our intelligence services the DOJ and Joe Biden for uh, going after the real uh, terror threat in America, and that is uh, parents who protest CRT, people who support uh, uh, babies living through birth, and Catholics who go to the Latin Mass. Thank God. Thank God for our DOJ and our intelligence services and the great Joe Biden for keeping us safe from those awful, awful people. Way to go. Way to go, guys. Let's go to uh, Mike in New Hampshire. Wants to talk about the main shooter. He's a little closer than we certainly are. Hello, my friend. Uh, go right ahead, please. Uh, hi. How are you, Rob? I like I'm the good. show. I heard what you said about the um, the shooter, Robert Card, up in Maine, and I and I think it's been a misunderstanding across the country, actually, about something that went on last night. Okay. Uh, I am by no means an expert on this subject, but. Um, you you said something to the idea you wanted them to get their heads out of their butts. Which, well, yeah. When you consider the guy had been literally put in a, in a, in a protective custody, he was mentally deranged. He still had all these guns. He he said he was going to th- shoot up a military facility. All of these things. How did this happen? I just want to know, Mike. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. No, I agree with that part of it, a hundred percent. But what happened last night was, uh, and it was I was watching it, and it was reported on all the news and everything, uh, from his house, they were all saying that he went back to his house. Yeah. And they had the house surrounded, they had spotlights and all, and it wasn't that. he. Uh, and, and people were saying, how come there wasn't somebody posted at the house all day? How'd he get back in? Well... That, that isn't what happened. He, they never thought he went back to his house. Officers, they were, they were on duty at the house all day long. And there's two things that happened. Um, they got a warrant, finally, to go in to the house and search, which is one of the reasons they were there last night. And the other one was that one of the officers on duty saw something in the woods or around the house i that part isn't 100 percent clear to me but they didn't something was moving and they couldn't see it uh it was a noise and so they were it was basically just done to be safe or rather be safe than sorry you know 
Well, Mike, I don't want to. I don't want to ever disparage police officers in the field, but uh, clearly the uh, leadership in law enforcement uh, and intelligence in the state of Maine dropped the ball on this one. So, thanks for clearing that up. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate having so many wonderful listeners in New Hampshire and growing. By the way, let's go to Tom in Concord, where I was just about a month ago in New Hampshire. Tom, welcome to the show. What's going on, brother? It's an honor and a pleasure to have you take my call, Rob. Of course, of course. Go ahead. This uh, this individual in Maine, he is a member of the military, either National Guard or Reserve, and he's yeah. a firearms instructor. The military was part of the one that put him into treatment during the summer. And from what I understand, the military is not required to notify the FBI when they put somebody in treatment, uh, to put that person on the, the uh, restricted list. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, yeah, and from what I heard, uh, listening to someone who knows the family, I don't know the individual I was listening to, but uh, he was saying that they have a lot of land up there. They have a lot of guns. Yeah. It's an old family that's been there for generations. Yeah. Well, so, clearly, uh, the family knew, the family, I know he had access to firearms. That's another issue. But but the family even knew that he was mentally disturbed. It was, everybody knew he's, he was he was insane. I just, I can't believe that this happened with so many people knowing. I mean, isn't this confounding and angering to you, Tom? Most definitely, because I've got a background in law enforcement. Well, Tom, don't you suppose that when we pay our taxes, that uh, that law enforcement and public safety is kind of a big deal? And and when something like this happens, it shows to us that they're either focused on something else or or not paying attention, because this is a gimme. This isn't easy. And, and most of the time, there are these mass shootings. The, they happen, and there have always been some sort of signs being broadcast to someone. This one's obvious. Uh, an arms trainer uh, threatened to shoot up a military facility, was, to, was, was put in a facility, was hearing voices. Are you kidding me, Tom? No. The other thing is, the law enforcement nowadays... You're, as far as I know, you're not allowed to uh, investigate things like this unless somebody comes forward, somebody with some credentials, a doctor, a priest, someone like that comes forward. The family says, oh, my brother's off his rocker. Uh, yeah, you and your brother just don't get along. They got the police focused on too many other things. Yeah, it is uh, it's ridiculous. And knowing that this man was in a mental health facility, had already made threats, that this habit is ridiculous and people are going to have to be held accountable for it. I appreciate the phone call, Tom, uh, from Concord. Love Concord, by the way. And uh, and thank you. Thank you. Now, listen to this. This is the United States of America. All my adult life, since I was, uh, uh, you know, in, in middle school, I have been... Uh, I've had in the background of my mind one of the biggest, historic, most historical events in the history of the world was the, the uh, slaughter of the Jews in, in uh, World War II. And I carry, have carried with me the, uh, the idea, never forget. And I have always been on the side of Israel. This could never happen again. This can never happen again. 
And yet what we've discovered in the last three weeks or so, three weeks tomorrow was October the 7th, which is 9-11. There were protests locked and loaded worldwide. There was an international intifada locked and loaded, ready to go on this. None of this is organic. None of this is organic. This is nonsense. The exact same thing, the exact same people that that did uh, the summer of 2020. Except for this time, it's even worse. This time, it's even worse. Remember 2020? I, I called 2020 like a, the summer of 2020. Oh, in the, in the night of Donald Trump's inauguration, Kristallnacht. Because they uh, broke out store windows, burned down buildings. Both times, the summer of 2020 and the night that Donald Trump was inaugurated. Cars were burned in Washington, D.C. People were threatened. Same damned thing. And here we are. Here we are in 2023. Jews urged to avoid pro-Palestinian protests scheduled for Saturday near Crown Heights in Brooklyn. Why are they having it Saturday? Why do you suppose that is? Oh, oh yeah, it's the Shabbat. I forgot about that. Quote, Jews should definitely avoid the area, an unnamed security source. And in an interview with uh, CO Live, there's no intel at this time in which direction the protests will head. Locals should definitely stay away from the Eastern Parkway in that area. They're warning Jews. They're warning Jews where they can go. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. I need to bring it down. I do apologize. I try to come in every day and be positive. But I am... My heart is leaping out of my chest right now. The protesters, which being dubbed Flood Brooklyn for Gaza. That's what they called the raid October the 7th. It was a flood into Israel. Slated for 3 o'clock. Brooklyn Museum and Crown Heights. The event which falls on Shabbat, the Jewish day of rest, is expected to attract hundreds of Palestinian protesters. Uh, such protests have taken around a place around the world in support of Gaza in the wake of Hamas' shocking terror attack on Israel, which they are trying to make us forget, and they are trying to for, they are trying to stop Israel from retaliating and destroying Hamas. But it ain't going to work. We are aware of plans to hold a demonstration in front of the Brooklyn Museum in Shabbat at 3 p.m. Rabbi Yaakov Berman of the Jewish Future Alliance said, Many children have expressed concerns about regarding both safety and potential trauma to our kids. We, uh, many people have their children. We have been in communication with MIT, MIPD. They have assured us that there are no intentions to march towards 770 or in this direction, blah, blah, blah. The protests in Brooklyn will be the latest demonstration against Israel. The Democrat Socialists for America held a rally in Times Square in support of the Palestinian terror group Hamas. The Nazis were the German Socialist Workers' Party. The German Socialist Workers' Party. There you go. I'm not going to let history repeat itself, and I'm going to kick some ass. How about you? I'm going to be a vocal critic of this. I'm going to remind people every day of what happened on 10-7. And let me just do that right now real quick, and I'll even let a liberal tell you about what happened on, on October the 7th. And Manderson Cooper. Bloody handprints on the wall. There's blood smeared on the walls. You can see probably these are either bullet holes or from the grenades that were thrown in here. Body parts have already been... He was uh, plugging his nose because the smell of decaying flesh caused his cameraman to leave retching. Collected from here. 
but blood-soaked clothes and shoes remain. This looks to be a bloody handprint. The shelter is no more than 15 feet long, maybe five and a half, six feet wide. It looked like a mini gas chamber. I noticed that in the footage. It looked like a smaller version of the gas chambers we've seen at Auschwitz. Here is Alan Dershowitz talking about what's going on in the country. And let these students who signed this demonstration, blaming it all on Israel, let them go and volunteer. Gay students for Palestine in Gaza. Transgender students for Palestine in Gaza. You know how long they would last? One day they'd be hanged from the rafters. The best proof that this is all anti-Semitism, as Jonathan Greenblatt said, the best proof is that these groups that they support hate gays, they hang them, yep. hate transgender people, yeah, that's true. hate women, that's treat true. them as third-class that, that is true, yeah. And yet these protesters are willing to give them a pass on these core issues as long as they also hate Jews and the nation's state of the Jewish people. This is Nazism 2013. That's right. And uh, MTG Marjorie Taylor Greene has said that Rashida Tlaib needs to be censured from Congress. I think she needs to be removed because she's an enemy of our state. She is. This is Jim Gossett. Representative Rashida Tlaib be censured for anti-Semitic activity. Bye-bye. Miss Tlaib won't condemn because she's one of them. That's right. Supporter of Hamas. She is there too. There is no end to what she will defend. She thinks that she can play us for a fool. Yeah, this is no laughing matter. Whoa, Rashida. You're such an Israel hater. Sing. The voters will say, see you later. For that, we hope and pray. Here it comes, everybody. Do it. Oh, Rashida. You go where Hamas wants to lead you. Believe all the lies that they feed you. Yep. Why don't you just go away? Yeah, it's time for the children to get the long-deserved spanking that they are long-waited for spanking they deserve. Let's take a break. Barbara in Baltimore, you will be next. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's a kind of a calming feeling when I think of the Holocaust. I mean, I think it's really important to understand Israel is the racist state. I mean, this is an apartheid system, I mean, I mean. As they shouted ceasefire, as they shouted not in my name, as they shouted never again to Now, therefore, be it resolved that Representative Rashida Tlaib be censured. Yeah, I think she ought to be removed, plum removed from Congress, because we can't have our enemies in Congress. Let's go to Barbara in Baltimore on this glorious Friday. Hello, Barbara. How you been? Hey, I've been good. How have you been? I've been listening to you. I can't call sometimes because I'm busy working. I know you are. Well, I'm looking forward to coming up November the 16th, by the way, the show. You're going to be there, right? Yes, you've invited me. And again, yes. I'm very, very excited. Thank you so much for that. We'll have a special, we don't have a, like a balcony. I'll, I'll, I'll just put like a chair over here and put a tape around it. It'll be yours. Oh, stop. <laughs> so what's going on? It's what do you got on your mind? Fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, you know, I am outraged at uh, what's happening, especially in New York. That's where I grew up in New York. I know 
where they're where they are, Times Square, and now they're in Brooklyn. That's where a lot of the Orthodox Jews, uh, where they live, and walk around freely. You know, uh, and I can't believe this. I, I um, had to read the diary of Anne Frank. It was part of our reading list when I was thirteen. I'll never forget that book. And from that, and I've seen Schindler's List, and I know history. What happened was appalling. And when you say that uh, Rashida Tlaib should be removed, yes, she should. And she should be removed after being censored and berated on the floor of Congress. I One thousand percent. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I couldn't believe it when it's like it, it's really heart-wrenching because I grew up in that melting pot with all kinds of people. I went to school with them. I, did, I didn't have the experience of the segregation and, the, and all this stuff and busing and all that. We went to school with the bus, you know, the, the regular transportation. You, from, that's how we get to school. We didn't have but, Barbara, to- but Barbara, but Barbara, Barbara, you, you're from New York, and so you know how Jews and Gentiles live alongside one another. And, and, and that we are allowing this. See, you know what? That we're allowing this in New York where radical Islam slaughtered thousands of people they jumped to their deaths a uh, 350 uh, law in uh, you know law and first responders crushed and burned to death and we're and our tolerance because immediately after it happened george bush was like we you know america can't tolerate uh, anti-muslim we were never anti-muslim we never have been but we have become so they've used us they played us for our tolerance and they've infected government and they've infected active academia and they're in a very dangerous position and the only thing we can do is purge them. That's it. Meaning, out them for their political ideology. If they're not here in this country as citizens, they are required to leave. If they are students supporting any of these anti-Israel, pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas organizations, they lose their uh, student uh, status. They are kicked out of the university, and the universities get defunded. That's it, Barbara. We can't support Nazism, and that's what this is. Go ahead. I'll bet if they go, if they went to those... Um demonstration just took IDs, they would find a lot of them are on student visas. And then yes. what they're doing, they can be just kicked out of here. But what yeah. is worse is that so many of the instructors are fermenting this thing. So now you see how all of that's come full circle. Now BLM uh, they join the crew. Give me a break. No, the G, the BLM is the exact same you thing. Celebrate you can't celebrate that kind of violence and they do. So, now, Barbara, if you you've heard me say, Barbara, I, I need you to listen to me. Are you not hearing me? Are you here? Are you hearing my voice? I didn't know because sometimes people don't hear me when I'm talking to them. Uh, and I'm, I thought it might be technical. Um, uh, we we just can't allow this to happen. This has got to stop. Uh, this is this is getting out of hand. This is this is a rise of anti-Semitism, and this is the same precursor to to you know things that have happened in the past. And we can either sit here and let it happen, or we can stand in the way of these radicals and our Jewish brothers and sisters that live in this country. And we can say, you got to go through me first. And guess what? Who, guess who you ain't getting through? Me, Barbara. It ain't gonna happen. Well, I'm with you, and I'm a little bit surprised that they haven't really brought in the National Guard. This is serious. Yes. That's how serious I think. I think it is. That's the only thing I could think of when I saw the crowds of people yelling such violent things and chasing kids into the library where, where they had they were praying that they wouldn't come through the door. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, think about Anne Frank. You think about Anne Frank and her family hiding. You think about yes. that, and then you compare it to those kids. I'll never forget it. I'll never You're forget God in that heaven. book. I encourage 
everyone to have your child read it because I read it. Amen. Thirteen is part of school reading list. You know. All right, Barbara, I got to run. I got to run. Thanks for the call. God bless you. See you on November the 16th. We also need all of these students need to watch the unredacted footage of the slaughter of innocents in Israel from 10-7. I'm serious. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. President Trump is leading in the polls, but only one network is covering President Trump's events live. That's Newsmax. Millions have made the switch to Newsmax because it's the real news they can trust. President Trump says he loves Newsmax. Every night you can start watching with Rob Schmidt at 7 p.m. Eastern. Rob Schmidt is exposing the Biden impeachment truth. All this week, Rob looks at the Biden money trail and the tens of millions that went to his family. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable operator doesn't carry Newsmax, Call them and demand it. And don't forget to download the Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android. It's absolutely free, and you can start watching at any time. Get the Newsmax app now. Get Newsmax at home and make the switch. You won't look back.